Thank you for joining us again for episode six of Elevated Insights, a TCSD podcast. We are excited today. We're going to be talking about mountain biking in Tooele County. And uh, with us today, we have Leland Roberts, who is the coach or one of the coaches. We also are joined by two students, Nate Brady and Colin Black. They are both Stansbury High graduates. And Nate and Colin are both uh, at work and at college. And so they're joining us over the phone. So Colin and Nate, let's start with you two. Uh, Colin, maybe, maybe you can start us out. Tell us how you and Nate got the idea to do this and where it went from there. Yeah, so Nate and I have been mountain biking together for a while now. And I think it was our freshman year we started playing with the idea of, of starting a mountain bike team. Um, we, we had friends and family members that had done that in the past. Uh, we recognized that there there wasn't really a team involved there here in the valley, and we had the the idea of then creating one. And then yeah, then how maybe we talked about in the past. Nate went to his mom, who went to the the Nike Association, and Nate, maybe you can further on that. You know, for me, my parents had always kind of they're like wanted me to be on a sports team, and I didn't want to keep running cross country at a time. So I was like, let's just start a bike team. And I think it was. Colin and I had actually reached out to the NICA representative um, in Utah, and then we had done some communicating, and we are kind of late for maybe our freshman or sophomore year, but we had gotten that representative to come out to Tula, and I think it was in the library. We met with her, and there's like six of us and all of our parents, um, and she kind of gave us a rundown. And then, I know my mom, Colin's dad, and then a couple other parents just kind of supported a lot being some coaches because we had to have coaches get started. And then I think it was the second season. Leland, I think you were started riding with us that year, but in the second season you became a coach. Yeah, you you had taken a flyer to school with you at the time. Uh, my wife Casey was teaching at Stansbury High, and so uh, we had actually, or I had been kicking around trying to do this because Chance, we have some cousins that ride on the Olympus team. And so Chance had heard about it from them. And so I was thinking, he was in eighth grade and I was thinking, okay, if I'm going to do this, I've got a year to figure this out before he goes into high school. And then Casey brought home your flyer that you'd made and said, hey, these two kids have already started this. So that's when I got in contact with Lori. And that that was right about the beginning of school year, uh, which is after the league uh, starts for the year. So, um, so Chance couldn't ride when he was in eighth grade, but he started his freshman year and then I started coaching. Um, I went to the first race. Yeah. With you guys. And then I don't know, I've been around ever since. That's cool. So for, for those that, that don't know what composite mountain biking is, give us just a general overview in a Leland, maybe we'll have you answer that question. Yeah, so the reason why we're the Tooele Valley Composite Mountain Biking Team is um, we don't have any one school that has a large enough team to have their self. So we represent the three high schools in the valley, and we'll pick up the fourth when it comes online. And then any seventh or eighth grade student or home, and then homeschool is also allowed to participate. And explain to, to our listeners, when we go to a mountain biking event, what, what, what happens? 
So uh, the the Utah High School Cycling League is a cross country race. So this isn't downhill. It's not like Red Bull or kind of rampage stuff that you would see, even though a lot of our uh, male high school riders feel like it should be. <laughs> um, so what it is, uh, the state is divided into six regions. Uh, this year, there's about 7,300 student athletes participating, uh, which makes it one of the largest uh, high school sports in, in Utah. Um, our region has about 1,700 registered racers that starting in mid-August, uh, we have a race every other Saturday. Starting at 8 o'clock in the morning, um, there are waves of, of riders. They're, they're divided up um, according to their kind of skill and their abilities. And they start racing at 8, and the last race gets over at about 5.30 that night. So if you can imagine, there's 1,700 riders. Uh, there's probably, I don't know, close to 500 coaches. And then parents, like the events usually draw, I think they think about 5,000 wow. people on a Saturday. Wow, that, that's remarkable. So, uh, Nate and Colin, how is this, uh, this sport, how was it received when you were in high school? How, when, you, when you talked to other kids and said, oh yeah, hey, we got this mountain bike team, uh, what was the response? I think um, the very first season we did it, we kind of, like we didn't talk about, there's a more kind of dangerous side of mountain biking. And we had convinced a lot of our friends who we were go riding with like that to join us. Um, and we were just like, hey, like join mountain biking. We didn't really tell them like, we weren't all super clear on what kind of biking it was. <laughs> um, and then by the second year, I think we almost like, probably 60% of the team kind of switched out. Like a lot of them keep riding. We got a lot more, just because we had kind of gotten the word around, there's a lot more of the kids who were more interested in that kind of riding. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people were just like, a mountain bike team, that sounds fun, but they didn't want to join it. And where are we now? So so how many years altogether have, has the team been in place? So this is our fifth season participating. In the so talk a little bit about growth and, and where we are today with our team. Yep. So we started that first season with six riders, and I think we had five coaches with parents. Um, the second season we had 13 riders, then we went to 27, and now we have just under 50. Wow, that's amazing. And my understanding is is the Twila County is looking is doing some stuff with trails for mountain biking. Is that correct? That's correct. So um, Twila County specifically with partnership with the BLM, we are building our own uh, race course, uh, which I'm not quite sure if it'll go into uh, the cycle, the league uh, cycle next year or the year after. And then we're working with the city and county to improve and build trails in Settlement Canyon as well. So uh, single track, non-motorized use. So these are, the, even though it's going to be used for races, it is a multi-use trail. Yeah, that's wonderful. So Nate and Colin, let's talk a little bit about how you two get in shape and get ready for one of the meets. So t talk to us what that looks like for you, the preparations uh, before the competition. Yeah. I think the preparation looks pretty different for every rider depending on how seriously they're taking it. Rather different from like a high school sport, like football for example, we're not we're not gonna be racing and riding as a team every single day. There'll just be a few team rides a couple every week. 
and the rest is kind of just left up to us. Um, but for me personally, when I was racing, I did what I could to, to go and ride every single day. I would say trying to reach around 70 miles on the bike. And then also when I could just doing some lifting and of course trying to, trying to eat well and, and just take care of my body. And Nate, what about for you? How was it about the same for you or what's your preparation look like? I don't know if I was ever as dedicated as Colin, like riding every day. I just rode a lot for fun and I just tried to stay in general budget shape. And then for me, I always ended up breaking my bike a lot. So right before a race, I was, I was normally the guy trying to fix my bike, getting it ready last minute. Wow, that's great. Colin, what are some of your, uh, as, you, as you look back on, on some of the practice, practicing and the events, what are your more memorable experiences as being, of being part of this team? There really was like a really unique community that was built thanks to the team. I remember my freshman year, or not my freshman year, I guess my first year riding, which would have been my junior year. Um, and just the friends that were made and we would go to races and it's kind of different from a, like a normal high school sport. We're not really booing the other team. We're not, we're not rooting against them. We're all there just to have a good time and make new friends. Um, and enjoy it. And so I think some of the experience, like the memories I've made with the team um, and the friends I've made has, has been very memorable. It's been a great experience. A good group of kids. That's great. And Leland as a coach, kind of a different perspective, but as you look back at what you've been able to do and help kids over the last five years, what are some of your memories? The spirit that's at these races, it's, you know, there's teams, right? You have all these different teams and, and they're competing against each other. But, it, yeah, there's no heckling, right? Everybody's out there cheering it on. I, I think any parent that goes out on a race course will be surprised that everybody is cheering for everybody. So I, I really think it builds a really good community um, around that and really positive. Um, for me personally, like seeing the, the growth that these riders go through every year, um, as they, Colin Nate touched on, this is hard, right? I mean, this is something that they have to dedicate themselves to. And riding your bike for an hour, you know, in a race, and they're covering different distances in that hour, um, it's hard and it's an accomplishment. And, um, uh, you know, as a coach, you know, we, you're at the finish line and there's, a, they call it the receiving area. And these kids come across the finish line and a lot of them are collapsing. They really have given it their all out there and s seeing how those kids learn how far they can push themselves and what they can accomplish on their own. That's like the best thing that I, I can see as a coach. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a, it's a lasting memory. Um, and then the next part of it is, you know, we're, we're trying to make this fun and we're trying to um, instill a, a sport or an activity that they can do for the rest of their life. So when high school's over, a lot of these kids will still have a bike and hopefully they're going to keep on riding afterwards. So it's, you know, promoting a healthy lifestyle uh, for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, if someone was interested in joining the team... What would they need to do? So uh, to date, it's pretty much been word of mouth. Um, so you have kids telling their friends, we do have a flyer up in the in the bike shop. And then uh, with my contact and another coach's contact info, uh, the season, we kind of have signups for the team start in March. 
Uh, preseason starts in April, and then the, the organized practices start in June in preparation for the August races. So uh, by June 1st, then you have to be signed up with the league. So uh, I guess, yeah, uh, I don't know, reach out. Yeah, <laughs> You guys have my contact. <clears throat> yeah, reach out to uh, us at the Brett Valdez in communications or Tara Sherwood in communications with the district, and they can point you in the right direction. Nate and Colin, is there any advice or any any encouragement you would you would give to let's say there's a, a student in a school right now that wants to start a club or start an organization, but it's not the traditional UHSAA football, baseball, basketball type of thing. What what advice would you give those students looking to start a club? I would just say go for it. I, and I like just dedicate yourself to it. I know me and Colin first started talking about it our freshman year, um, but we were just we were just kind of playing around with it, and then our sophomore year, we were a little bit more serious about it. And I think it wasn't until just the two of us probably put a month or two of effort into it is when I think our parents started to realize that we were serious about this, and then they started helping. Um, but I mean, I mean, if I, we started a team our freshman year, if we you know committed earlier, like the team probably be now. So. The growth impresses me. Uh, I didn't know about this till just a couple weeks ago and, and we started talking about it and I, I'm happy that we can sh- put a bigger spotlight on it through this podcast and uh, to get more more uh, more of our students involved and, and Leland thank you for, for coaching the kids and doing all that. That's a, a great I know it's a it's a time commitment on your part. So thank you. Time commitment on all of our coaches' part. part. We actually have 30 coaches um, in order to meet the ratio of riders to uh, coaches in order to to conduct rides under the league safety policies. So it it takes a a lot. Um, And having parents, supportive parents, like I know Nate and Colin, you guys got this started, but if uh, your mom and dad hadn't stepped in and and helped, uh, it certainly wouldn't be there as well. So. That's awesome. That's amazing. Well, thank you all. Colin, Nate, I know you're, you're both busy, and so thanks for taking time out of your day to join us, and Leland for joining us here uh, live in person. Uh, we look forward to, to hearing the successes, and thank you for joining us. For our listeners, thank you for uh, once again listening to this episode of our podcast. Make sure that you like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, We've just heard a story about word of mouth, so word of mouth about the podcast so people can tune in. Uh, Have a great day. Be kind to one another, and remember to elevate yourself by elevating others.